Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. Just the other day, I had a chat with my partner about our lives together so far, about how after seven years, I still tell him I appreciate him, and he gets me flowers, and we still like each other and enjoy sex even more now than we did when we started, and how unusual that is, at least in our experiences with others and in what others tell us. It seems that some people put a lot of effort into getting a relationship, but not so much into maintaining it. They're willing to talk things out and put in effort at the beginning, but after a few years when that stuff matters even more, they decide that they already have whatever, and they don't want or need to do more than the bare minimum. It's happened to both of us in the past. More, in our lives, people have become radically different over time, changing agreements without warning and offering very alternate versions of themselves. Perhaps on purpose. Perhaps they just couldn't sustain whatever. Perhaps because they started the relationship as who they would like to be, versus who they actually are. Regardless of the reasons why, our love being consistent, even as we change, our respect for each other staying the same, and our desire to communicate and connect growing over time seems unusual, and exactly how it should be, all rolled up into one amazing feeling. Start as you mean to continue, in vignettes. One night last year, I met a kinkster from out of town for some tea and chat, and the topic of making a real connection came up. I said that if you aren't open and honest from the beginning about who you are, you're crippling your potential relationship. The moment you lie or prevaricate or cover up, you're beginning a pattern of fear-based behavior that is incredibly hard to overcome inside that relationship or out of it. Be upfront and find the people who want what you want. Don't try to pretend to be someone else to get something that will never fully meet your needs just to have it. A few days later, someone posted on a lifestyle page on Facebook about their dominant who was Great for two and a half years, but then, quote, fell in love, unquote, as they explained it. And now they don't do the things that brought them together to begin with. If you're willing to do awesome, sexy, consensual things with someone that you're dating, but not with someone that you love or have a deep, intimate relationship with, then don't start out doing all those things. It's not fair to lure someone into a relationship with one person and then actually be another. Yes, I know no one is entitled to choke them out, wrestle them down, fuck them hard sex. I'm not saying that. I'm saying be yourself. Don't pretend to be a nasty-ass uber-dom then go soft and fluffy because it was all an act that you could only pull off when you really didn't value the person that you're with. And then 
There is the story of the partner who used sex to get a relationship, but once they had it, admitted they never really wanted it for themselves at all, but were doing it to attract their partner. And before you say that doesn't happen, it does. I'm linking to an article in the podcast notes. I'm the woman that stopped sleeping with her husband completely. Here's why. I really don't understand the casual cruelty of that story. Like, I totally get that no one deserves sex from their partner. I've already said that. That's 100% obvious to me. However, it's also obvious to me that it's wrong for people to use sexuality to land a partner then once married with children or financial entanglements to simply take it away. So today, I'm suggesting that when looking for a partner, determine what you want from life and create a relationship based on that, on what is realistic and feasible and maintainable. For example, if you're a fan of cities and civilization and hate bugs. Don't pretend you love to go primitive camping just because the new twinkle in your eye enjoys that. Create a relationship where you enjoy your vacations to your various places apart or trade off rather than pretending until it causes resentment and is taken off the table with no warning. Or if you're a homebody and your new flame is a party animal, set your personal boundaries early on what sorts of socializing you want to do and how often you're actually willing to do them. For me, that's about two times per week, max. For my partner, that could be five nights a week, easy. I have never pretended I could keep up with him or that I wanted to. And I enjoy my nights alone. Don't take up hobbies that you know you already hate. Don't plot to do things until you've got them. And never, ever fake enjoyment or orgasms. Build a life you can love as much as you might love your partner by being honest and authentic. And hopefully, you can expect the same from them. Thank you for joining me today. If you loved this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me at DatingKinky.com. It's built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. And it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes. And on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We are on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official. All one word. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.